0: Welcome to your favorite comic book YouTube channel, Cartoonist Gayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rog. Before you, you see it we're going to be looking at that kevin nolan marvel heroes artist edition it came 10 minutes after you left our last (laughs) recording session jim we could have have had the scoop it it can't go any other way ed but we got to let you guys know that we have a patreon where you could support the channel man because we need your support to keep the videos rocking uh it's a symbiotic relationship that we have uh king kayfabers on our patreon get to watch us live stream these recording sessions they get the videos before anybody else completely taking the kayfabe effect out of the equation for themselves But the vids are brought to you by the books that we make. It's going to be a big year, 2023, for the kings of cartoonist kayfabe. Uh, Forthcoming forthcoming in 2023 uh, is the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. 504 pages comprising of the four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree that are out there. 140 pages of uh, additional material. Red Room Crypto Killers 1 is going to start hitting the stands in May Of this year, just a couple of weeks from now actually. Uh, It's going to be coming out on a monthly basis. There's the cover for issue number two. There are two trade paperbacks of Red Room out there, three trade paperbacks of X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG before you. Big video. Get to actually see the full uh, poster of Street Angel Princess of Poverty. Don't look at this May. It's coming out in July, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't order this book early so that Jimmy knows how many of these things uh, to print through uh, Image Comics. It's a great companion piece to go along with uh, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive. You have both books. It comprises all of uh, the existing Street Angel comics that Jimmy has drawn. He's done uh, Hulk Grand Design to go along in the great Grand Design uh, tradition. And the artist behind Plain Janes, shoujo manga at its finest. Like I said, Jimmy, this thing came just a couple of minutes after you left. I'm super excited to
1: dig into it. You know, I've I've said it before. I have different artists that are my favorites at times. Yeah, Kevin Nolan occupied that top spot in my life for uh, for a bit. So
0: the interesting thing about Nolan is that, like, I don't associate him with Marvel too much. But when I do associate him with Marvel, by and large, it's it's early Kevin Nolan. It's like the Kevin Nolan right after doing fan art, comics journal covers. Kevin Nolan, you know. So it's it's a it's very early. How about this forearm? I was looking at that <laughs> on this a, that, Isn't that wild looking it's muscles?
1: super wild. This figure alone could almost be a Jim Lee with a weird anchor on mm-hmm. it. But I look at some of this stuff, like that rendering on a shoulder, just a, a unique style. Yeah. And, and we'll see lots of it as we go through, but it's very interesting to me, his line work. He understands construction, man. Yeah, I'd I'll Look say. at what's
0: going on right there.
1: Folds of skin and stuff being yeah. rendered. I love these end pages. Yeah. I like when they blow up the art. Uh, I'm shocked at how well this stuff holds together because this is blown up I don't know four or five times the original art size.
0: you can see probably lettered it uh in black and then did the mm-hmm. take it to the Xerox photostat machine get the inversion so that you have it as white
1: does a lot of lettering you know like he's really this uh a, a very tight craftsman, which is why it's interesting to me when you see some of the hatching or something that's a little bit
0: free yeah, I think we did a video on this one indeed. No check this shit out dude a lot of commissions in here I think that this is a bit of an evolution of the artist edition format whereby it's not just all published works that are that is in here Scott Dunbeer is like relaxing the thing because you need to he's this isn't an artist that does a million pages of comics in in his in no his doubt. career and certainly you know you cut that in half or whatever the fraction is of Marvel work he did so very small amount of stuff. I'm
1: not going to lie to you. Seeing like the Hulk 362 and these Wolverine 12 and 16 covers, I mean those things. Imprinted. They had an impact on my life. And not good at the time. When I first saw Kevin Nolan's work, I was like, it's cold. It's, you know, often one line determining everything. And it's like, it was not what I was used to in the time of like the rise of the image guys. Right. But boy, if I come to appreciate it. You know, over the years, he it, 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 he has the mechanical quality that I associate with guys like Charles
0: Burns, where I think right. like
1: extremely
0: precise. Yeah, totally. If such unique face construction—you can, you can't mistake no. it. No, his eyes are his eyes. Yeah, nice comparison piece. I do like seeing that little side of the pencil gimmick. We see how it turns out in, in pure ink.
1: Look at the uh, pointillism stuff. Not not a mark I associate with him. But looks really good there he's a fun follow online because he'll often show process sketches pencils stuff like that
0: when he posts stuff kevin yeah. get on it man <laughs> these are the pieces that i saw uh when i was young and, and was just like uh i just don't know go back one
1: what is uh what is that
0: yeah i don't know is that a pen uh, name i think it is yeah larry oh. Mondello. <laughs> that's funny it is because i mean it looks like him mignola had a weird pen name two at, at some point i remember saying
1: another uh, pencil versus finished ink piece i like seeing those there are some nice uh, choices here in in terms of being an artist edition and having some stuff i don't usually see in artist
0: editions one of the guys i would compare him to would be this dude that people who are really fucking with comics in this era really dig a guy named sandy plunkett yeah, who drew very few, like maybe less than fifty pages of comics, but Unknown it would be Soldier, able to... something I know him from. That in would a be, miniseries. Would, I would think that be Killian Pricer. Plunkett? Oh, it is, is Killian Plunkett. You're this right. dude, Sandy Plunkett, did stuff in like Marvel Comics Presents or like Solo Adventures, like like tenish stories. This is kind of neat. This is a very
1: dry brush technique, and again, not one I associate with Nolan. Yeah. He does a lot of distortion, too. His figures are very distorted, and it's like, we've said it before, I like that. Yeah. I like that kind of exaggeration and unique style of every element. And he does it. Even though the stuff looks very tight,
0: he plays with figures in a way that's unique to him. Great weight, right? Oh. Like, that, that's a solid figure standing firmly on the ground. Does it amazing?
1: Like, his Doctor Strange is phenomenal.
0: Good Hulk, too. Look at those giant mitts on the Hulk. <laughs> and you could tell he's one of those guys that knows what's underneath that skin. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's great to see those lines. We often think about, like, wrapping, yeah. rendering around, but in the case of, like, this where you're just doing dashed lines, it's still following that form.
0: Right. Yeah, communicating that 3D, man. I like the Hulk
1: logo better in the pencils than I do on this uh, this finished version. We'll let them know. <laughs> this is it, dude. This was probably one of my uh, first couple of Nolan pieces. I was reading the Hulk regularly, loving it, not loving that. Yeah. That did not look like the inside. I was like, what is this? This is in Hulk Grand Design, by the way. The sketch is in, on the
0: letters page piece. Uh, known for his color. So, like, this this piece is not complete until you see the colors. Too bad that so like, the, the guides aren't with it because he's yep. he's making decisions here. Wild color lighting on stuff like this double light. Um, look
1: at that background. Straight it's up up a cartoon. Tex
0: Avery, Chuck Jones, fucking Wile E. Coyote shit right Amazing. there. Amazing. Wow. I don't even know what to look at. Come <laughs> back and forth here. Wow, the precision here. You can't even tell that pen lines were put mm-hmm. down on there, even there.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I love that stuff so much and yet like it's not what I aspire to. No, yeah. It's hard to do that and not have it be flat, cold, wrong. There's so many ways this cannot work.
0: Yeah. And then little bits, right? Like like what is that right here? The organic uh this kind of like
1: organic hatching was something that i stole from him Mm. i still use that i love it and you can see a version of it that's chaotic and like an eddie campbell
0: yeah must have been mark chiarello who's doing editing at the time right like like getting getting uh no recognizing nolan as like a good cover guy because these are like dying titles with that have nothing going on so is he the guy who's yeah doing the sexy see this is the one like i like i got had this as a kid Fuck five years old. How is that possible? I see little bits of Sam Keith. Which little I bits, would never yeah.
1: think of those guys as being somehow connected. But some of these some of these images remind me. Look little Barry Windsor Smith in the hair and the It's fun. Like, I got, you can see him working through stuff.
0: I got that uh, and, and have it pulled and been having it pulled for a long time, that Jan Strenad, like Grimwood or whatever the fuck that was in the back of like Delgado. That's or exactly where right. yeah, one that's of those where I thing. saw it. Yeah. And it's a lot of this kind of imagery.
1: Love the knuckle shading. Hands are tough to draw, man. There's a cloak and dagger, huh? Yeah. Just solid figures. Look at how great this character is. That could be in anything. You know, like that could be a creator owned book and it would just be super cool looking design. Here's the other one. I was reading Wolverine. I mean, this is probably within the first three months of me reading, was picking up this Wolverine series and again being really confused by these covers. I love seeing them here. This might have been one I got at uh, Bill & Walt's Hobby Shop in Century 3 Mall. Please send to me for coloring,
0: motherfuckers. You got that right. Lots of magenta. You know, a pink wolverine. Oh, man, it's amazing. And also, this is the cover that Glenn Danzig is looking at on the VHS to Lucifuge 2, when they're like, hey, Glenn, what you doing? I'm reading. What you reading? Comic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the single line and the very light
0: line weight on, like, all the details on that car Nobody else was doing that. Yeah. And you see the construction stuff there, man. So he knows mm-hmm. the angles when, when we to cut it in. No no hard right angles on that cork. That's
1: another one from that series. That uh, Gahina Stone? Gahina Stone? don't know how you say it, but it was like six issues bi-weekly. And uh, inside, Busima with inks by Sienkiewicz or finishes by Sienkiewicz. But like this kind of thing where it's like one uniform light line, and then look at the rendering, like that big heavy line on Wolverine's arm. Mind blowing. We're going
0: to see a lot of this with the uh, man thing. I
1: feel like Jason Pearson may have taken some notes from from an image like that. Yeah, <laughs> Thor looks cool there. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of pissed. <laughs> All those thugs down below look great. Feels like taking notes from Toth. This is fun. This is a very it looks almost like a sketch.
0: Yeah, this is probably commission territory.
1: Oh boy. Hints of uh, shades of things to come here on the left. Just beautiful, huh? These are his layouts, huh? Yeah. Wonder if they're actual size.
0: You person. probably draw
1: them a little bit small, and I mean that's the conceit of an artist edition, right? Right. Wouldn't surprise me. You know what this is. This is a swimsuit,
0: uh like an
1: amazing hero swimsuit.
0: You know, page. I you know, it might not be. Uh in the earliest Marvel fan fairs. Uh, oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah, there it is. He would have like these galleries and it would be just cheesecakey Marvel chicks. It's so neat to see it on the monitor of like how the blacks and the
1: the the lines kind of go together, how he's creating like value there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 planes of that back muscle. This feels like uh Quasada, oh yeah, quesada Like, there's no way that that Cossada didn't have a hand in this. The busyness of it that
1: bums me out because it's almost like a photocopy, right? You know,
0: you're not getting too much out of that. Unfortunately, there's a little padding to this book. Got to admit it, a little bit of padding when you and he would like do that.
1: stuff when you're talking about not doing a lot of Marvel stuff. He would do this stuff like this Doctor Strange, where like maybe he does a couple pages in an issue. Yeah. That's yeah. not, I like this spread a lot he, he ain't gonna That's be scale. confused
0: for being a fast artist Dude, look at this
1: it's just like demoing technique this is what you would see
0: in those books of how to draw and it'd be like oh, cross-etched this way <laughs> a 90 degree angle <laughs> beautiful it's the, the cock of that figure that you gotta pose that out there. very good weight yeah, you gotta hip, pose that out hips
1: being out to the side
0: and it's still stylized oh know? yeah still him still him
1: one of those great illustration techniques where you are referencing but
0: also making it your own uh, and another trope of uh, these artist editions is just like the hodgepodge, where you don't put something super early up front, you know, just squeeze it in somewhere.
1: Look at how neat that is, is like cutting from the black, and now we're going to screen tone over here as we go into the black shadows on the house. This is early stuff in that, um, you know, like after Cabbage leaves the Moon Knight series is what this is from, I think.
0: This is fun, man, because that's like page one of X-Men, uh, Giant Size X-Men, except done through kevin olin I'd, I'd like to see that uh tribute issue but this might be uh, a commission there are those guys that like are commissioning all of dark knight returns from different yeah. artists. All it's
1: so interesting because there are those and then there are like the official published versions where they had people recreate like one page each from i don't know which books but you know like a fantastic four or a giant size x-men
0: see i like this loose early period
1: man it, 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 it lets you know that he's human feels like he's trying to figure out like could he do a monthly book and what that would look like. And, you know, like hasn't stylized the things like his hatching
0: totally yet. Wow. This could be a back cover. A lot of this kind of thing would be on the back. I'm, a, I'm amazed by that. that. Some weird marks on here. Is this our issue? Yeah, yeah. it is. We have a video on this one and the title of the video is The Worst Artist Ever and the reason for that (laughs) is because of the letters page that came in three issues after this comic came out where everybody was talking about how lousy the artist was. Look at that, still vestiges of Sakevich in there. Yeah, I mean artists like artists.
1: You know, I'm sure Nolan was uh, up to speed on Sakevich following him on, on Moon Knight and then like That new mutant Sienkiewicz stuff, they probably got a lot of bad letters for that, too. But talk about, like, something anybody interested in art was looking at. There
0: was literally letters in that famous letter column where they were like, now you've been screwing up since that other guy. You know, like, issue 18. I've been reading because I like Claremont and blah, blah, blah. And they're literally, they don't even know Sienkiewicz's name.
1: Yeah. This stuff is much more rigorous than I thought
0: looking at the printed comic. He's choosing the right lines. There's a lot there, though. Yeah, he's choosing the right stuff. It, it, I can't tell. Is, is it a, like a roturing pen or something like it? Like, is, is it starting to fade a little bit, a little non-archival?
1: Yeah, I can't tell. A lot of variation, too, from whoever's collecting these things. Look at the great water effect. Oh, yeah. It's good-looking water in black and white. Storm looks super cool there.
0: Like like super good dry brush, right? In and, and getting a good value from dark to light, but choosing to like hatch that for the same effect.
1: Yeah, you know, like this would be all lost in the print. Yeah. The hatching. Those marks are so yeah. fine.
0: Check that out, man. That's great cartooning.
1: I like most of these pages, I think are just wonderful. Going into super close-ups,
0: it looks it looks astounding at this size. The bald head is harder to draw than you think. Mm-hmm. It just is, with this kind of flattish <laughs> part.
1: Yeah, and the the wild foreground face, the back with, three quarters. We,
0: we we made mention of oh, that yeah. in that episode. What an it's abstract just, element. Absolutely. This is from what I was talking about, dude, the one that he inked with the uh, Mignola cover where, with the gas mask.
1: Yeah, and you don't remember who the... Uh Underdrawer. No, roles. I'm sure I have it's to track part. that down.
0: Yeah, got his lettering on this. Immortal Hulk One. Did he do all the art on that? You have no idea.
1: Might have been a, I guess that's a page number, not necessarily the issue number. Yeah, I don't. This is new to me, but man, lettering it himself. Uh huh. That's pretty great. Because you don't see a, uh, a page from this era with lettering on it very often. Although, super blown out contrast. Like, this is one where yeah, I wish too we would bad. get to see kind of the busted up... You know, let's see some of those. Wow, that's, that's a good Hulk. That's a nice composition to really show his size.
0: When you get all the lighting right, and you create this face... I'm wondering, from Kevin Nolan's perspective, when this Hulk is, like, looking at him from the paper... How eerie is that? Cause, like that feels real to me.
1: I love that they're including pen- like the pencils for this page. Phenomenal to get to see how much he's rendering that face. Yeah, like the intricate shadows, you gotta work them out. Was there a chicken behind him? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find this issue now and track it down. Great page. Easy to take for granted some of this stuff, some of the compositional things. This is one of those like extreme foreground object. Yeah, (laughs) almost a tangent with his arm too by the way yeah look at the amount of rendering on for what's going to be all black yeah wonder if that was a little bit of drawing and then you just kept filling in until it's like you know what just need his fingers lit up Mm -hmm. that's a great that's another one man the face renderings are really cool in pencil I mean they look good in ink too but I like seeing him work out the shape
0: there's your distortion Mm mm-hmm
1: foreshortening Nolan style that's unusual I feel like that's not lighting effect that you see in his work very often yeah although that black bar with the bird shades of of, uh, Mignola
0: there's a few Mignola-isms that I've seen you know in these in these uh, like that
1: Yeah. we'll have to look at his Hellboy that one issue of Hellboy that he did here we are This is cool. So, one of the early things I remember is a comic scene that had a Steve Gerber article, and they were talking about this in, like, early 90s, and it didn't come out until, I think, in the 2000s. Wow, it's neat to see. It's a cool book, too. Um, You know, having this kind of, like, flat color objects mixed in with, I don't know, more diverse painting behind it, really great. Total line clear. Yeah, cartoon characters showing up. You know, like, this this is... to go from this to like this character. What's that script look like? <laughs> right. That's bizarre, like I don't even know what media this is. Yeah. Because he's blending it, so I assume
0: that's not a watercolor even though it's very light. Yeah, it could be gouache, which is like a chalkier, like you can see the chalk in there. Um, what if it's markers? Reminds me a little bit of like Liberatory. It makes me mad when we look at it at this level and I can't tell you the medium. Kevin, come on, man. We've been hounding you, dude.
1: And then to come into like these flat, concentrated colors? Wow. It looks nice. This is a really nice reproduction of this story. You know, like this hand.
0: Doesn't that look like liberatory? Sure, yeah. Well modeled.
1: <laughs> no wonder it took like 20 years. I love the juxtaposition of the cartoon cell animation look next to the painting. Totally. <laughs> also love whenever, like, he's lettering, like, in the art, and it's clearly, like, yeah, this dude's professional letterer making this journal entry.
0: Yeah, I would hope that he did the lettering, even using a computer for the final, because it's just remember. part of his style, yeah, you know? Yeah, it is. His, like, his style of pages. Now we're getting, like, backsheet cartoons on this.
1: I might like this story better without the words on it. Totally, you don't need them. There have been a few of these artist editions that I've seen like this where you strip the words out and I get a better version of the story here. (laughs) I mean, that's just peculiar. Maybe that is a 420. (laughs) Look at this shit. Jeez, look at that
0: saw. Going
1: out Columbia. You might have needed to hit him up for a Red Room cover. I know, right? Oh, and then like the black black colors and using black as a flat color. They're, these pages are stunning. Mm-hmm. I can see why they thought this is the stuff to put in an artist edition. It really is the best version of the story. Right. I wish I would have brought an issue just to compare color.
0: Wow. You said Steve Gerber wrote this?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, beautiful. I don't know what you take away from it, though, like it feels like this is a singular book. I don't even know what if you love this story, well, buy two copies <laughs> right because I, I can't point you at something else. right You know, it reminds me a little bit of small killings in that it feels like this is a regular guy having this right graphic novel experience.
0: Yeah, I mean, Al Columbia is coming to mind. Wow. This was, uh,
1: I think, the layouts for this page are up front there, whenever they have the layouts.
0: Do you think some of this is airbrush? Some of the blending. Yeah, like this yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, like, uh, that's airbrush for sure.
1: So that cartoon character has come to life. <laughs> as, uh, you know, seen through
0: the rendering of it. When you have these organic shapes, it gives you that opportunity to compose just these great kind of framed sequences and stuff.
1: By the way, it's a man thing story. Yeah. <laughs> I think we saw him in a panel. <laughs> what the
0: what is this? Looking on fire. I have to paint fire. Just wow. the craziest looking man thing ever,
1: too. That's a nice... I, now I want more color... Artist editions, yeah. Is that labeled X Men First Class? See, that's what I mean. Like he does these little dips into projects where, like, he just does a few pages.
0: Just too rigorous, man. He can't. He can't do the full thing. You know, do five page jack be quick every couple of months. We need to
1: start the petition for the DC Kevin Nolan. Yeah, that'll be the shit. Because that would be the ABC books as well as the DC stuff. We could right. have that Batman Outsiders annual. Like uh-uh. there, It'd be a really nice bookend. Oh, and there you get a nice close-up from uh, that Man-Thing story.
0: Beautiful. Really
1: like it. I, I, I'm much more impressed by it than I expected to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, this story does not... The print edition does not do it justice no
0: no like like with the amount of work that this guy's putting into the this colors thing, are so rich like it should at the very s- least it should have been like a treasury edition kind of gimmick so that you could still do justice see that's airbrush for sure
1: what a wild line right like just that flat like barely a line and then everything's rendered yeah that's a style that i always thought would catch on but really hasn't and it's probably because like you have to color it yourself if you're going to do it that right. way. You can't hand this to a colorist and be like, yeah, render that forearm right. muscle. You know, even if they did, they're not doing like a second light source. and
0: Yeah, I mean, we've seen in comics where it's left up to the colorist to do that stuff. And, you know, you sometimes those colorists are artists themselves.
1: I'm trying to think if Steve Gerber died after this story was done. I hope he got to see this. Right. Because I feel like, how exciting would it be if you wrote this story and then this is what it looked like?
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's like Fantastic Voyage or Fantastic (laughs) Planet or whatever. Yeah, it's something. Jodorowsky-ish type shit. We need to talk to him. I, I, I need him to come on and talk to us about craft. And, you know, like, it's great to have this stuff for posterity and to have on the record. But when we bump into a Meta Heroes and stuff... There's always great conversation. Just too shy to get it on the record, man. I mean, that one year, I
1: remember going through that Hellboy comic. He had the entire thing, hadn't sold any pages yet. And it was like one of the great pleasures of my life was watching each page turn over as we were looking at it and talking about it. Yeah, phenomenal artist. And kind of a one of those dudes, like I bet if he comes up now, you might not see a Marvel DC project out of his pen. Sure, yeah. You know, it's it's very different than what everybody was doing at the time.
0: There it is, man. It's the Marvel Heroes Artist Edition.
1: by Thank you, Kev- Scott.
0: By Kevin Nolan, man. Uh, these videos are brought to you by the books that we make. That's a given. But we also have a Patreon. And the King Kayfabers are watching us stream this right now. I bet you we sold a couple copies of the uh, this Artist Edition just through this conversation. And certainly when this video goes live, more are going to disappear off the shelves. Uh, The King K favors are watching this record and get the videos before anybody else, but the vids are brought to you by the books that we make. So Jimmy, please tell the people what they should be expecting from you in 2023.
1: You guys are looking at it. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is my next book from Image Comics. It'll be out this summer. Collects all the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadliest Girl Alive, which is also back in print. Get both of those. You have 500 pages of all the Street Angel comics I've made so far. You can also pick up the Oversized fluorescent green Hulk grand design. You can't miss it as long as your store still has it in stock. And uh, the first young adult graphic novel, The Plain Jane, is also available. And join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug where you can see my latest comics going up new pages
0: every Tuesday. It's the 10th anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree. It's the 50th anniversary of Hip Hop as a Culture. We're putting out the Hip Hop Family Tree omnibus uh, at the end of this year for the holidays. 504 pages. Uh, collects all four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree as well as 140 plus pages of additional content, artwork, and extra supplementals. Put in your pre-order on this so that we know how many of those those things to print up. Red Room is starting up again. There are two trade paperbacks of Red Room out there. We're starting the final third uh, piece of Red Room called Crypto Killers. This is a cover for issue number one. It's coming out in May cover for issue number two coming out the following month coming out on a monthly basis murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game there are three volumes of x-men grand design comics that i've made uh, that are out there in the wild right now and uh WYSIWYG. jimmy tell the people how else they can support the channel subscribe to the cartoonist
1: kayfabe e- subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise mugs hats and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video.
0: All great ways to support the Cartoonist Kfib channel. Given those marching orders, Jimmy will be on our way.
1: Make more comics.